God bless you. This is Christian Boy. Welcome to the first podcast. The premise of these podcasts are to get us as Christians to study the Bible more and focus more on God. We have time to watch multiple videos every day. We stay on social media almost all the time. I'm victim of it also. So why not take out 15 minutes of your day to listen to God's word and meditate on it? So that's what we're going to do. Today we're going to start in James 1. Why are we starting in James? It's one of those books that just teach you basic Christianity. It doesn't go deeply into history of events happening at this time. But it does give you instructions on how to live a holy and separated life. And these instructions are still relevant to us today, even though they were written almost 2,000 years ago by the brother of Jesus. So, let's get started with James 1. James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings, my brethren. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, without doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Let the lowly brother glory in his exaltation, but the rich in his humiliation, because as a flower of the field he will pass away. For no sooner has a sun risen with a burning heat than it withers the grass. Its flowers falls, and its beautiful appearance perishes. So the rich man also will fade away in his pursuits. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. So then, my blood brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, 
deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not brittle his tongue but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. This first chapter of James is very interesting. He gives a short greeting saying he's a bondservant of God and greetings. And then he goes straight into business. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Most of the time, I'm going to be honest, in my own situations, uh, I don't count it joy to be in a struggle. It's less than joyous, at least. And he's saying, count it all joy, knowing that this test of your faith produces patience. I don't think of it that way all the time. We should consider thinking of it when we're in trouble or when we have difficulties in our lives. That is just a test of our patience to God. And that is going to produce more patience for us in the future dealing with other problems. I didn't, you know, you don't usually think of your problems that way. No, no, no. It's just a test of my patience. Thank you, God, for a chance to test my patience. No. When I'm in a problem, I'm like, man, I really have to deal with this again? It's, it's more anger than it is joy. But let patience have its perfect work that you might be perfect, complete, lacking nothing. So without patience, we're not complete Christians. We're not complete followers of God. So I challenge you this week, look for a situation where you can use patience or have your faith tested by finding a situation to be complete and perfect in God's will and use patience instead of reaction, be proactive to the situation. Don't get me wrong. I know I said the word perfect, but what he really means by perfect is lacking nothing. So you're a complete Christian, not just a half Christian who, who reacts to every situation he gets into. We need to learn how to be examples to those who are not following Christ. Therefore, yeah, I challenge you to use patience one, of the, one time this week. See how it goes. More than likely, you're going to get a better response than you would have if you were reactive to the situation. Blessed is a man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. What he's saying here is, uh, stay out of sin. Blessed is a man who remains upright even when, you know, he wants different things. Like, we all desire things in life. Most of the time they are innocent and good, but oftentimes they take first place. Oftentimes. They're more important than God. Oftentimes, they're more important than your relationship with him. Like, I know I keep using this, but social media. 
Some of us are so addicted to social media, it takes first place in our lives. You know when something is your temptation and is taking first place in front of God or in front of your responsibilities. You know, he even says it here. He says, but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. That's in uh, James 1.14. So we're all tempted by something that we're enticed by. If you're not enticed by it, it's not really a temptation. Therefore, count it all joy when you fall into these trials where you are tempted so that you can learn patience or deferred gratification in some cases with some of these things. Other things we must avoid completely, like uh, doing drugs or, you know, uh, committing violence or murder. We should avoid those sins that we desire or entice. Other sins such as gluttony or or being so enticed by certain other certain things can be uh, nullified through patience. And that's why he starts off by saying, uh, let patience have its perfect work so you'll be complete. And then he says, uh, but each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when the desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above when it come, and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. So he tells you here that your desires can lead to sin. And we all know the wages of sin is death. So beware of the desires you have and what they're conceiving within you. And then James turns back. He says, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So he doubles back to patience. You have to be slow to speak so that you're slow to anger. When it comes to communication, there's often a misunderstanding between the two speakers. That's why... With a little bit of patience, I know I've said this already, with a little bit of patience, you're doing the God's will by understanding what someone says before you speak. You can de-escalate a situation much easier than if you're speaking before you even heard what they've had to say. Then he goes into his final points uh, at verse 21 therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves for if any one is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror for he observes himself goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. So, you're listening to this right now. You're listening to the word of God. I challenge you to be a doer. Like we just had our challenge, find a find a way to be patient this week with everyone. 
every single situation you get into and it's going to escalate, whether it's going to escalate or not, try to be patient with whoever you're communicating with. That's your challenge. You have to be a doer. Otherwise, if you're only a hearer, you're deceiving yourself. This is not me talking, guys. This is, this is God's word. Then he goes finally into religion. If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not brittle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. He doubles, he triples back to patience. If anyone among you thinks he's religious, but does not brittle his tongue, slow to speak, does not control his own tongue, doesn't have patience when it comes to talking, but deceives his own heart. So by not brittling your tongue, by not being patient, by not being slow to speak, slow to wrath, you're deceiving yourself, your own heart. You're deceiving your own heart. Your own religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and keep oneself unspotted from the word. This is my last point. Be religious. I hear it too often now. I'm not very religious. I I don't want to be religious. According to God's word, pure and undefiled religion is to visit widows and orphans in their need. And to keep yourself unspotted from the world. So by all means, be religious. Visit the widows and orphans. Help those who need help. And keep yourself holy and separated in this present time. Alright, God bless you guys. Uh, This was Christian Boy. If you have any questions, don't forget, go to anchor.fm slash Christian Boy to send me a voice message and you can be next week's episode. Also, don't forget our challenge. Be patient this week. Find a way to be patient with someone. All right. God bless you.